Hello, hello. Welcome to the Katie Speaking Live To podcast. It is so exciting to be with you. If you're watching this live, then you know that it is the day after the 4th of July. So thank you for joining me. I hope you had a beautiful time with your family. Um, And for those who are watching the replay, it is such an honor to be here with you today. Um, I have so many stories to share. I'm going to try to keep it short. So yesterday, my husband was out of town uh, for the 4th of July. So I chose to go Ubering for a couple of hours, actually a lot of hours. And I met some extraordinary people. And I just want to share with you a little bit about why you should be encouraging the young people in your life in the good ways that you see their hearts are inclined right? In the good ways that you see the young people in your life, their hearts are inclined to do certain good things. Encourage that. (laughs) And that is something that comes up in this book, Katie's 7th Grade Prayer Journal today, which the reason I'm sharing this with you is to inspire you to follow Jesus with your whole heart, to really go deep on your relationship with the Lord in prayer. And one of the ways that you can do that is through prayer journaling. So I wrote this prayer journal literally when I was 13 years old. Um, So a couple of things real quickly that you'll see, you'll see that I'm already sharing my faith as a 13 year old. So when you're thinking about the young people in your life and who to share this book with, or maybe you are a young person, think about who is already sharing their faith and encourage them to do that more. And if you don't feel comfortable doing that, Let's get on a call and talk about why. (laughs) Maybe you're not confident in your faith and you need to step up. (laughs) That's totally fine. You know, faith is not about being perfect. It's not about us. Faith is about who? Jesus. It's about who we are believing in and who we are believing on. We are believing in Jesus. We are believing on Jesus to work all things together for good and to redeem us from our sins. The world needs to hear this message. Jesus gave a commandment when he died. It wasn't understand the end times. That wasn't his commandment. His commandment was to go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. And what is the good news? That you and I are sinners, that we are painfully and horribly, irrevocably separated from God by our sin. But there was someone who came and paid the price for our sin, and that was Jesus Christ. Amen. And when Jesus came, he lived the perfect life you and I cannot live. He died the death on the cross that you and I deserve to die. And he rose again to new life, giving us the power and the authority that when we come to him and repent of our ways and we say, Jesus, your way is better, not my will, but yours be done. He does a new thing in us. He literally gives us new life. It's called being born again. And that phrase is literally in the Bible. We are born again. And when we are born again, we get a new spirit. We get a new nature. Our new spirit is from the Holy Spirit who gives us the power to overcome sin, temptation, guilt, shame, grief, you name it. The Holy Spirit is called a comforter. And he also gives us the power to live a life according to the ways that Father God and the Word of God has said to live. So if you see those characteristics and you are doubting in your own faith, if that's keeping you small, if the reason you're not bold is because there are a bunch of questions under the surface, then be honest about those questions. Journal those questions. Seek out people who can help you with those questions, but don't hinder the young ones. Let's get into the journal where the young one speaks. (laughs) (laughs) This is from June 30th, if you are following along. June 30th, dear God, even though you know, I woke up late today. Neighbors Molly and Mary were supposed to come over, but they didn't. Later on, I found out that my brother Caleb, who also spent a summer here, has a friend named Jamie here. I know another Jamie. Can you believe it? 
Jamie went to a river to go fishing, so I didn't see him, even though I looked for him. I stayed almost a whole day inside and went over to Mary's house and watched the movie Home Alone. I've seen it four times now. Mary and I wanted to see Encino Man at the movie theater, but her stepdad said no. Later, we found out that her mom would have said yes if we had just called her back. We decided to go on Thursday, so we'll go in a few days. I'm not sure we'll pull through, though. It's hard having to wait. Later on, when it was about dusk, Mary and I went for a walk. About a quarter of the way through the walk, we saw Kirk, and we asked him to come along. He joined us, and we had fun. We raced about uh, the last half of the way home. It was a tie. I talked to him about what he's done in the past and about me, what's happened in my life since we last saw each other two years ago. I mostly listen, though. I get the feeling that he's glad I'm back. Thank you for opening another door to talk about you to people who don't know you. I also started to work on sewing my new shorts. I have enough material to make a top to go with it. Thank you for answering my prayers for friends so soon. And please help me to make more more friends, other friends. Amen. I also wrote a letter to Jamie Davidson and Jared, and I talked to John Weston's sister to get their address. And Jane Nixon said in her letter that she's going to write to me again soon. The end. (laughs) Oh, but that little phrase. Thank you for opening another door to talk about you to people who don't know you. Okay, so if you've been waiting for the stories from yesterday in Uber, let me tell you. So I forgot about this because I was so tired when I got home. But one of the guys who got in my car, I think his name was Leon. So Leon and also Kira and uh, Kiera and also um, Jake. This podcast is dedicated to you, Um, Kiera, Leon and Jake. So Leon, when he got into my car, he had tats all over his his face, the perimeter of his face. And I was like, I don't know about this, Lord. But I had a decent enough feeling about him. And he looked me in the eye and he was very respectful. So I let him get in my vehicle and we drove. And I had my little quote card where he could see it on the dashboard. This is my quote card. It's got my name, what I do. And this is to read every day. So if you want one of these, if you ever see me in person, which hopefully you will, I've got a bunch of events coming up soon. But when you see me in person, you can ask for one of these. And there are quotes on both sides, things that I say and that I practice saying over and over again to inspire people. So quote card was on the dashboard. And it says, I'm a coach, a speaker, and an author. And so Leon, with all the tats on his face, was like, how did you get into that? And we started talking. And I told him about how Jesus radically saved me when I was 13 from being kidnapped and and raped. And he shared with me that he was a recovering addict, that in the year before he decided to get sober, he had had three drug overdoses, three. And now he's working on being a coach. Um, He's working at the Goodwill. He's just doing amazing things for people, but he hasn't yet had an encounter with Jesus. And I thought, wow, have you ever heard this idea? And the idea was from, if you're Bible familiar, you'll know this, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. You know, I shared part of that with him and he said, wow, I've never heard that before. And I was just like, wow. For me, someone who lives and breathes by the hope of Jesus 
and the hope of eternity in heaven and knowing Christ for eternity and knowing that he is worthy of all praise for eternity to hear that somebody has never heard of Jesus, that Jesus has good plans for those who seek him. That really got me. So for those of you who are in church or who have been in church, if you, I I mean, I, I, just this past year, I met somebody who'd been in church for 18 years and never actually knew Christ. You guys, if you know Christ, then it's time to start speaking. The time is now. Why is it it's taking a little white haired lady in an apartment in Nashville to tell you to obey Christ? Obey him. It is a pleasure. It is a joy. Go all in receiving his love for you so that you can give it away. There is nothing else we can give to anyone that is worth anything of eternal value except for this that Jesus lived the perfect life you and I cannot live, that he died the death that you and I deserve, and he rose again to new life, overcoming sin and death by the power of the cross. Oh, there's nothing more important than that, guys. So as we come and go, and you know, if I journal, I'm sewing my shorts one minute, watching a movie the next, and then taking a walk with my neighbors, and I'm just living my faith out loud. And you can do the same, and you need to live your faith out loud. If you don't know how to do that, dig deep. If the reason you're not sharing your faith is because you are hurting, know that Jesus is the good shepherd. One of the analogies in scripture is that he takes the little lamb, And he watches over the lamb and he cares for the lamb. Guess who the lamb is? It's you. You're the lamb. That's who Jesus comes after. He loves you, friend. He loves you. In this book, truth number two, there are five. Truth number two says this. And I'm just so glad you're here with me for this. And I'm so glad that you're open to the encouragement. And I'm so glad that we get to talk like this. I praise the Lord for the opportunity, truly. Truth number two says this, God is the best friend you could ever have. And here's the scripture, Romans 8, 26 through 30 and 35 through 39. And it says, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groaning that cannot be expressed in words. And the father who knows all hearts knows what the spirit is saying for the spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. For God knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity? or are persecuted or hungry, or are destitute, or are in danger, or threatened with death. As the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ Jesus who loved us. And I'm convinced 
that nothing can separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or the earth below, indeed nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. What all this means for you is that God had a plan and has a plan. He will be with you, helping you, saving you, not only you, but also everyone that you care about. He cares about them too. So you can pray to God about everything and everyone, and he is ready to help, and he will be there to listen. He is your best friend. Let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you that you love us, that you don't hold our sin against us, but you call us to holiness. You call us to boldness. You call us to faith. Father, now is the time. Now is the time for your children to become bold. I pray that we would be honest and fearless as we approach you. Honest and fearless. That we would bring our hearts to you, God, in prayer and in journaling and in fasting and in worship and in thankfulness and in community, that we would be people of the book, that we would be people who speak life, that we are always listening for opportunities of the hearts of those around us. If they are hurting, if they are sorrowful, if they are anguished, if they are bold, if they are haughty, Father, show us where the open doors are to speak of your goodness. And may we be so convinced of your love for us that we can't help but give it away by speaking. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, couple of events coming up. Who wants to go to an event? I love events. Coming up July 21st, I will be volunteering at the World Vision Table at Elevation Worship. Woo! Elevation Worship Night here in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, you can find out about volunteering or you can get tickets and come by the World Vision Table. I'm sure there's there'll be more than one. I'm not like a you know, like a guest speaker or anything. I'm just a volunteer. So come on by the World Vision Table. I'd love to take a picture with you. Um, I don't know if it'll be appropriate for me to give out cards at that event, but I will bring them just in case. And if it's not a problem, I'll be happy to give you one. And then also coming up, that's in July, July 21st, the Elevation Worship in Nashville. Then in August, August 6th in East Tennessee, I'm speaking at a homeschooling bash is what they're calling it. You can find out more about that on my website um, and previous events and stuff. Um, or you can just message me and I'll send you info on that because it's just a Facebook page. And um, right now I'm blanking. It's like got a bunch of numbers in it. So I can't remember what it is. Anyway, ask me about the homeschool event. And then coming up in October, plan now to bring your girls to the Uncommon Teen Live Conference. My good friend and number one Google ranked speaker for Christian teen girls in the world is Jamie Kirshner. If you haven't heard of her podcast yet, Uncommon Teen Podcast, she is specializing as a, spe a teen 
routine coach. She's been doing it for 18 years. She's just this beautiful woman who knows the word and who knows the issues that our girls are facing better than anyone I know. And um, I'm just so impressed with her work. And it's such an honor. I was on her podcast uh, not too long ago. It was an honor to speak with her and share about prayer journaling and the power of prayer journaling. But I'll be speaking at her event. So that's October 6th and 7th. It's a two-day event. It's a hotel type thing. You're going to want to book a hotel and all that. But you can get your tickets now. And then uh, the hotel info will be released a little bit later. We're still working out the details on that. So you guys, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for what God is doing in your life, in your families, in your churches, in your neighborhoods. Remember, you carry the Holy Spirit if you are in Christ. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive in you. So ask him for opportunities to share the good news. And I can't wait to hear what happens when you do. Send me a message. Love y'all. Take care. Bye-bye.